You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Is it, is it okay that it's starting at 22 seconds? Yeah, I always start it at 22 seconds. Oh, okay. There needs to be room for us to say the intro. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> hello, now you got some insight into our recording practices. Actually, if you want some more insight, fun fact, we just recorded an intro and it got deleted by me doing something that I don't know what I did. Some mysterious action, stroke of a key, uh, really screwed everything up. But luckily yeah. it was only a two-minute intro, so we're here to, to just relive it. And nothing can get me down. Why? Because you completed the bar exam. I You're finished. done. I finished. I, so now I have all kinds of free time to study other things for you all. Yeah. Uh, and that other thing that you are going to be studying today is something that I know almost nothing about, virtually zero about, um, but it sounds like it would be nice and relaxing for you to learn about mm -hmm. and teach us mm -hmm. about. And that thing is sound baths. Yeah, sound baths um, are something that you hear a lot about when you're living in Los Angeles because people go partake in them, but I truly have no idea what they are. I don't either. I think you just go to like huts in the desert and you lay there and they play sounds that make you feel good, but... That could even be wrong, and that's the extent of what I know about them. Yeah, and even if that is right, um, it would be interesting to know the history of them because stuff like that always comes from something bigger and deeper and now often has been commercialized in certain ways. So it's interesting to learn, like, the history of it. So For sure. We'll find out. Okay. And right. hopefully it'll be very zen. I think it will be. Okay. This will be a nice uh, re-entry into the podcast world after you complete your exam. Yeah. I need, I need some zen yeah. in my life. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, All right. I'll see you soon. See you soon. <sighs> How's your relaxation? I feel relaxed. Also, in funny twist of... Fate? Not a choice of fate. Um, I think the zen of this topic got into my note-taking, and I did not take very detailed notes. I was just kind oh, of like, good. Mm, let me let this information wash over me. So we'll see how it goes. You know what? If there's ever a topic to uh, maybe not have to be so detailed in your retelling of the story, maybe yeah. this one is it. And as but I was reading, I was like, I'm just understanding this, and I will just be able to recount it. So we'll see if that actually happens. Cool. Yeah. Uh, before we go any further, are mm. we hearing your computer? Hearing it do what? Like uh, the fan going? Probably a little. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I noticed it. For all I know, this is the sound it makes all the time. We can keep going. We don't have to stop. Okay. Not a big deal. Um, but I know what you mean. Sometimes I do that too when I'm researching a topic. It's like, I don't know. Something about it just makes sense, and you're like, I'm just going to remember this. I don't mm -hmm. even need to write it down. I can retell this story. So hopefully that's true. Yeah. So first of all, what is a sound bath? Because we didn't know. It is, um, it's just a practice of mindfully listening to different sounds that help relax the body and mind. Okay. Any sound? Whatever you whatever does it for you? Kind of. Um, I guess the, those traditional ones. Yeah, I mean, and also, like, any sound 
I don't know that listening to music is necessarily that that's like different that's like listening to music that's a different right experience. okay okay but um so yeah some... yeah that's how i kind of pictured it just more like ambient like whoosh like so the yeah. sounds like that yeah so there's nothing to do with the bath it's the like <laughs> okay <laughs> a water bath uh-huh. it's uh you're you're in a meditative experience where you're being bathed in sound waves so that's where the bath part comes Do you have from. to be naked? No, you cannot be naked. You, I mean, maybe if you have a one-on-one and that is your deal, that's fine. But if you're going to attend a class, do not be naked. You'll be arrested. Good tip. Yes. So um, as we both speculated in the beginning, although this is... So it seems like sound baths became, you know, cool whatever uh-huh. people were getting into them in pretty recently like the first when i was researching the oldest article that i read was from 2018 whoa oh that's really recent yeah. i was gonna say i definitely like never heard of it before 10 years ago and also that's like right around when i moved to california too so that yeah. kind of coincides but uh i mean i think we all know just intuitively they've been around longer than four oh, years yeah. but well definitely but but it seems like that's when they kind of became a bit of a rage uh-huh. and like and one of the articles i read i think in 2020 or something gwyneth paltrow starts you know talking about talking it or about offering it, it in so some then way. it's like it, that was a big moment got it um oh yeah she had a um probably came out in 2020 i didn't see it but didn't she have a netflix show that was like all about her wellness company i think her company's called goop right yeah the show even might be called goop or something like that but i think she has a series that um was about like that wellness brand she has so maybe even one of these episodes was about it maybe yeah um and then it has a blog and whatever yeah yeah it's a website first and foremost she can hype whatever she wants Mm -hmm. um so but yes, I'll, I'll talk about it a little later. But before anyone gets all worked up about it, even though I'm saying yeah, and sound baths became popular in 2018, and that's it. They're thousands of years old. Got like it. this okay. concept is thousands and that the oldest. This is the oldest thing I think I've ever researched. <laughs> really, like it's it's pretty old. How so? so? Because the first, there are a few different, I guess I'll I'll just pop down to that now because we're talking about it. So it's, um, so sound baths in the way that we conceive of them now, which I'll tell you about, um, maybe are, are new, like the, the exact way in which we do it now. Yeah, the newest iteration, yeah. But the idea of sound therapy and using sound to heal people's bodies, minds, etc. is really old. The oldest cited, which I saw this number in a few different places and and this fact cited in a few different places that um aboriginal people in Australia mm-hmm. used a didgeridoo. Oh as yeah, yeah. sound therapy more than 40,000 years ago. <laughs> Wait, what? So this is like the beginning of humanity. People are just didgeridooing each other to health. <laughs> so then we are to assume off of that fact that didgeridoos are 40,000 years old. Yeah. Thus musical instruments are 40,000 years old. I would have never guessed that like that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, and I mean they were doing that. 
Um, also, something really interesting that I saw pointed out in a couple places as well, the the several creation stories start with sound. Um, I, I know we all know that like in the Christian Bible, God says, let there be light, and maybe there's light first, but sound is is a big part in the christian bible like sound is a big part of creation um like a joyous sound i've never thought about that yeah and then other um other story you know other religious or spiritual texts um also start with sound as part of creation which is really interesting so it really is sound at the core of it because in the beginning you were like you get into a meditative state and then you went on to say how old it is and then I, i was thinking like oh yeah i guess this sort of form of meditation if you can call it that would be as old as any other meditation which obviously is super super old but you but like you're saying sound is a really important part of it yeah because i mean mean, obviously we're talking about sound baths so of course sounds a part of it right and and a sound bath the point of it basically is meditation Mm -hmm. but what differentiates it between other meditation is sound Mm -hmm. so so yes I guess I just restated. Yeah, I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah, so I probably um, restated what you had already said. To be fair, all right. So, um, so like I said, Aboriginal people forty thousand years ago, crazy. That's what I mean. That's like I can't think of anything we've studied that's like older than that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think anything has come up that old. Yeah, ancient Greeks used um, other musical instruments, flutes and lyres. How do you say that? Oh, like L-Y-R-A? Yeah. Or is it R-E? E? Uh, I don't know. Well, anyway, those musical instruments to treat digestion. Oh, that's weird. And mental health. Um, Tibetans, and, and this is another big one I saw, like 2,000 years ago in ancient Tibet, they used those singing bowls. Um, and Where you other, like rub the stick around yeah, it? Yeah. Mm-hmm, that's other, what I picture them using now. Yeah, they do. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And the Tibetan ones are, are made of metal, different types of metal. Um, they also, in Tibet, I think, used um, chimes and other... They use gongs. And these are all things that are still used in sound baths now. So when you go to a sound bath now, you're you're going to encounter singing bowls, yeah. crystal bowls, which are another kind of singing bowl. No one's just going to like press play on like Amazon Music hot 100 and no. let that ride no for and really for like specific reasons um so oh and then i i think this is really interesting too if you've ever taken a yoga class which i don't think you have have uh-uh, you no so in in yoga class they often have you um ch- they call it chanting but it's kind of like humming like you know om yeah like you think yeah. of it, it's culture you recognize that, yeah right? yeah um and that's not just for no reason. It's kind of the same thing as the sound bath because saying om and holding it out creates a vibration mm-hmm. in your head and in your body. And it's doing the same thing as what the sound bath is doing. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, right? I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and the ancient Egypt I mean, everyone. Ancient Egyptians did chanting like that, too. I think in ancient Chinese traditions, they do chanting like that. So everybody knows about this. Native Americans had chanting and drumming. So everyone pretty much knows. everyone Everyone on Earth. knows. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then even when you get to, like, West, you know, modern Western civilization, whatever, um, where usually you find... I thought it was really fascinating studying this because... 
I kept waiting for, I don't know, the other shoe to drop where I was going to get to the point where everyone's like, there's no proof that this actually works. Uh I'm a doctor. And, like, that did not happen. Everyone was like, no, this is, like, very legit. Oh, wow. And we're all behind it, which I thought was really cool. Um, And even if you think about it, Western medicine uses sound as well. Ultrasound technology Mm -hmm. is using sound waves. Um, and then there, I, I didn't really know about this, but even in Western medicine, they use sound wave therapy to like target, um, issues like areas in your body. Like physical pains that use sound waves? Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Everyone's on board, which is pretty cool because that rarely happens. Yeah. Yeah. There is like truth to this. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so basically what it said is. No matter what, throughout history, whether whether those ancient civilizations knew why it was working or not, they knew that it worked, and this is like a time-tested and honored tradition throughout all of history. That's cool. Yeah. That's it really is pretty neat. cool. So, now let's talk about what is it, if you go to a sound bath today, mm-hmm. what are you going to encounter? Right? Don't you want to know? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay. So, um, so basically, you're going to go in... I saw a million different citations of how long a typical sound bath is. And what I've learned is it can be anywhere from five minutes to like five hours. So Okay, the that's point too is, long. I know. Look into how long it is. What you're so signing you're up aware. for. Yeah, make sure your yeah. schedule is clear. Mm-hmm. I would think maybe a half hour seems like it would be enough. I think, mm, I think a typical seemed a bit longer, like 45 to 60 minutes. Okay, I'll buy it. Yeah. Um so, so you show up, and most of the time, what you're going to do is you're going to lay down in savasana pose. Which what is that? It's just laying on the ground. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, every pretty much every yoga class I've ever taken ends in savasana, which means lay on the ground, like and chill a flat out. on your back, right? Yeah, and and you know you're just like not like twisted in a weird way or something. You're just like nice and healthily balanced and as relaxed as you can be. Your arms are down at your side, your legs are down straight, and your head is on the ground, and you're just very much chilling. Are we eyes open or eyes closed at this point? Um, I think usually eyes closed, but you could probably do whatever you want in that, in the terms of your eyeballs. I also saw some of them said, bring an eye mask. It's really almost like <laughs> I you're... I thought you were going to say iPad. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, it's almost like you're getting ready for a nap. So you should dress that way too. Wear very comfortable, loose clothing, um, as if you're like, "What's ideal for napping?" That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. You want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be a person running the session, the sound bath, and they will be using different sources to make the sound. So kind of, I already kind of said this, but often we're gonna have singing bowls, percussive instruments, chimes, uh, tuning forks. So they're always making the sound in the room. It's it's not yes. like a recording. No, no, because if you think about it, that's part that's like part of it. Think about when you hear and also gongs. Uh-huh. Think about when you hear a gong in a room, it's not just hearing that gong, you're feeling that gong. Yeah, in your body. all of the things the the 
instruments that you're mentioning are things that like are yeah you highly can feel vibratory them. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's a so, perfect way of putting it um so you can get that when you listen to something through speakers but it's just it's just a little different yeah. when you're physically in the room so um so they're going to be playing these instruments and also even using their own voice because human voice is obviously sound and vibration as well and they're going to be trained to create a nice experience sometimes you'll have an intention set before that you know we're all going to focus on gratitude or whatever sometimes no um but they're kind of running running the session and i'm guessing in an ideal setting the room is like acoustically set up for the most reverberation or yeah whatever shape that would be yeah i'm sure they obviously have to pay i mean maybe you work with what you can get and the good thing is a gong is going to reverberate That's no matter true. where you yeah. are. But, I'm just thinking um, like if you have some retreat that is just sound baths, you probably have it designed yeah. in such a way that it, you know, the sound really like holds in that room. Yeah. So part of the point of when I'm mentioning all these instruments, and like we said, they're they're very vibrational, but they're not very melodic, right? You don't think of a gong or a singing bowl. All these things kind of have one note if they have a note the percussives yeah don't even have a note but they're just making a sound so the point isn't to hear music like yeah, it's not a we performance yeah, yeah it's not a performance in that sense because you don't you don't really want that because when we hear music you're following the music you're like hooked into the music mm-hmm. and you're listening to it and that's not the point of this you don't want there to be a catchy melody or yeah or even a pattern that you kind of lock into because the point is to just have the sound wash over you and you don't want your brain like hooking onto a repeated beat you just want your brain to let go actually Mm -hmm. and like not focus on anything and so having just these kind i mean i kind of hate to describe it as like random sounds because i'm because there's a lot of intention that goes into it but you know i just mean it's not a song yeah i mean i think that's the antithesis of a pattern which is what you just said we're trying to avoid so yeah i would think like yeah randomness is is probably a fair term and sometimes maybe you'll start with um with chants and ohms that you will participate in yourself Uh as well um, and then maybe phase that out and just go into the, the sounds that the instructor makes. Um, but you're just trying to create this, like, I mean, I'm just saying what it is, but this bath, this wash of sound over everyone. Got it. Okay. And, and, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all it is. Um, which sounds very simple, but so now we can kind of get into, like, why does it work and what does it do for you um and one of the nice things about sound baths that i didn't really think of as i'm reading this i'm like okay great that's pretty basic in the sense of like got it not not very complicated and it has a lot of the same benefits as yoga right so it sounds like it's similar to yoga but a lot of people can't do yoga for one reason or another you know for physical disabilities or just issues age all kinds of things or even just like i just don't know how to do yoga (laughs) you know it takes like a learning curve to get to the point where you can go participate in a yoga session and and get something out of it but pretty much literally anyone 
can benefit from this, which is cool, right? Yeah, that is cool. You can go with your grandpa. You can go with your five-year-old if they can stay still long enough. You can, like, I'm sure, be in a wheelchair yeah, and oh, experience yeah, this. Absolutely. You don't have to be flat on your back. No, yeah, because you can... You, you can most I didn't say this most of the time you're laying down but sometimes they'll have you sit up some so yeah absolutely which is really cool it's yeah. nice when stuff is so accessible like that so what what benefits might you experience it's gonna calm your body and your mind the biggest one is reducing stress and anxiety um, it can increase your focus and clarity uh, decrease tension decrease fatigue uh, boost your mood, improve your sleep, and just overall maybe make you feel a little more increased feelings of well-being. Let's say, yeah, I, mean, I buy it. Like this, yeah. this sounds very nice, and it it's also sounds basically the same. It's what you say. What does meditation get right. you? All these same things. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It sounds like I don't know. I guess before we started, I was imagining it more being like a. Um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? A not service, but um, like a treatment almost mm-hmm. given to you. But like now I'm realizing, like no, it really is a lot closer to meditation, where it's participatory in a sense that like you're gonna get out of it, kind of whatever you're kind of wanting to get out of it. Like you said, yeah. relaxation. Like it's not just like you show up and lay there and like they do it to you. It's like no, like you're a part of it in mm-hmm. the sense that like you have to just be there for it and like be open to that relaxation or whatever it is and one of the interesting things about it is it said kind of similar to the fact of like yeah yoga is really great but not everyone can physically do yoga not everyone knows how to do yoga um the same kind of applies to meditation yeah for sure meditation is great but not everyone is great at meditating not everyone's a master monk meditator from tibet who can like drop into a meditative state and just like kill it for four hours a lot of people can't do that at least especially if you're like starting on your meditation journey like you you're not gonna be able to do that and the sound can kind of can can help you it can facilitate you because that's exactly what happens is the sound um Oh, I saw this word entrain. It entrains your brain waves. So your brain, because you've probably seen this before with like binaural beats and stuff. Like, oh, I don't know that I have. Oh, really? I don't know what that is. No. You can listen to things on where you're specifically supposed to like put on headphones, so the sound is in both your ears, and it's like weird. It hardly would call it music, and it's supposed to like get your brain into a different wave function and to make you like creative or or meditative or whatever and this is not i'm i mean this is not some like woo woo not studied thing your brain wave everyone knows about your brain waves and you have different length brain waves when you're sleeping mm-hmm. when you're awake i think our normal state is beta alpha is like kind of in the zone creative um and then theta is you're still awake, but you're but that's like a meditative state. Okay, and so you then, are like manipulating the stage of yeah. whatever your brain waves. And, I don't know how to phrase it, but like where they're at at the yeah. moment. Yeah, L- yeah, literally. So playing this these sounds, um, it it change. That's what it gets you to. It like gets your brain on a different. Oh, that's brainwave. cool. Yeah, and so that's what if you're a very good 
meditator, you can get yourself you can do there. that. Yes, mm-hmm. but this, it, but if you're not, this facilitates it for you, which is really really cool. Yeah, right? that is. Yeah. Um, so that's one part of it is the brainwave thing and the meditation. Um, but but there is another part of it which is so sound waves are a physical thing, right? Like a sound wave yeah. is a is a real physical thing. Not a myth. Not a myth. Um, and sound apparently travels faster and better through water than even through air. Mm-hmm. Like sound waves travel faster through water than they do through air. And the human body is 70% water. So sound waves really like have a great time just like traveling <laughs> through your body. And so it can have a physical effect on you. And one of the things I saw is it's it's similar to acupuncture where so that would be another interesting episode i was just actually. about to say yeah. we should do that soon um because i really don't know that much about Me acupuncture neither. either but i guess when you go to acupuncture a lot of times what's happening is you have energy blocked somewhere in your body and the acupuncturist is using tiny little needles to unblock it and this is the same thing but using a different tool which is sound waves so you might have a blockage of energy somewhere in your body and the sound waves just like are traveling through and like clearing it up so what like when you say a blockage of energy what is energy in this sense i mean i mean i think that's the part that i i kind of stumble on and i bet a lot of other people do too where it's like is that a real thing i think maybe you could say if you have pain yeah tension or pain in a certain area it might be maybe someone would refer to as refer to that that way as it's a blockage. Okay. And and I know like when you go to yoga class, a lot of times if you're doing a hip opening exit, like you're stretching out your hips, the t- the yoga teacher will remind you like we hold a lot of emotion in your hips. So if you're stretching out your hips for the first time in a while, you might feel a lot of emotion flow. Like, you know, there's all this kind of stuff that you're like, whoa. But, it, but I mean, you got to trust these people. Look at this, the history of right, it. Like, yeah. this isn't some silly thing that someone is just saying. Like, this is thousands of years of humanity. Yeah, yeah it's like one of those this. things, even if you can't really explain it, you it's hard to argue the history of it and um i mean that alone is like well it must be working on some level yeah if people all over the world found it independently and have been doing it continuously yes definitely um and then not so not only like the brain waves the physical sound waves in your body um the sound baths and and sound therapy in general so one thing i i noticed is uh, a lot of these articles pointed out that there isn't a ton of scientific research into sound baths in in the sense of what I'm describing, but there is a ton of scientific research into sound therapy. So just the idea of like sound as therapy, what sound can have as an effect on the human body and mind, mm-hmm. and so that there's there's no question. And then and then if you know. You can be like, well, a sound bath is different, but it's doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. How really is it different? So sound therapy and sound baths, they make you relax. It lowers your blood pressure, your heart rate lowers, and your body 
goes into like a healing mode and I saw in a couple places it described as the opposite of flight or fight. It's like whereas we might go through our life in flight or fight mode constantly like because we have so much stress right so even Mm -hmm. when you're when you're at work you're you're always in flight or fight because of the stress when you're it's fight or flight what am i saying flight or fight i think you're just (laughs) reversing it and i'm like i think i've always heard the other way no you're right it's a fight or flight Uh i mean it's (laughs) the exact same thing but yes (laughs) i actually could feel like i was saying it kind of weird um, the first time you said it, I thought you said like the wrong words because it just the the you know them being out of order made it sound like you said yeah you know, fight uh, had or a different flight. letter that shouldn't be in there or something. Um. So so this is a way to to get totally out of that. This like removes that from you, uh-huh. and you're in a chill state. Right. So you're not you so reactive to yes. whatever the stressor may be that is going going to induce either the fight or the flight. Like rather than having Mm -hmm. a knee-jerk response to stuff you're more just like letting it come at you and being calm about it yeah yep well that sounds like a positive thing i would say yeah it's all very positive i'm looking through my notes i don't think i have all that much more information one what is this tip advice when you go to your sound mat oh this is this is a good way to close it um is how you can experience sound baths yourself. So you could go find a sound bath happening in your city or town. In a lot of places, especially if you're in a major metropolitan area, you'll be able to find a sound bath. And some of the places I saw, it wasn't like so expensive. That's what I was going to ask, what do you pay for something like this? Obviously, you can pay pretty much as much as you want if mm-hmm. you want to go to some fancy pants place. Like a retreat or something yeah. that is a destination type place. And then I saw that in in cities you might expect to pay um, thirty to seventy dollars a session, which seventy is a lot, obviously. Yeah. Thirty to me is like accessible. Obviously, you're not probably going to go once a week at that price point for most people. Mm-hmm. But um, but it's it's accessible unless it's really changing your life. Yeah, I know. Unless you're like, well, I don't have to get my medical treatments for hypertension anymore or something so like in the beginning we were joking slash not joking about you go out to the desert and it's some like supernatural sort of place like obviously those exist but you're saying that like in most major cities like do you go to a like studio like similar to like a yoga studio or like a wellness spa like that type of place it basically a lot of places seems like yeah a yoga wherever there's a yoga studio you could probably find this as well and is it normally like a group setting where everybody's in one room or do you have like one-on-one little private well you could do both again oh no usually it's a group if you want a one-on-one you can obviously that's going to be way more expensive Uh but Um, this is not something that you would do in like a little private room in in a one-on-one setting maybe Okay. I don't. I don't really know. I didn't even see that much about one-on-ones. I saw you could get them, but but okay. But it's normally it. a group thing, like yeah, yoga. It's normally a group thing, and and that's so. What I was about to get into is you can, if you're really interested, and either the price point is um, an obstacle, or it's just like I, there's no sound baths available around me, which is also an obstacle. Um, Probably very likely for most people. For a lot of people, totally. You can just do this at home. You can just YouTube 
you know, look up sound baths, look up whatever you want, and find however long of a time yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah, that makes just, sense. And just, like, lay down, I'm sure there's dim a million the of these on YouTube. Yeah, and so what I saw was, like, if you don't have any other options, great, 100%, go for it. Um, of course, there are a few things that are going to be better in person, which is like we were talking about, the gong in the room, the physical vibration. If you're laying on the ground listening to headphones, which is often how they tell you to do it, uh-huh. um, it you're just not going to get that, right? There's no physical vibrating sound rushing through your body. So that you're going to miss out on that part of it. Um, also, there's an element of being around other people, having yeah, this experience I think so too. with other people that can make it a deeper, more meaningful experience as well. And but if this is your only option, then it's still a good option. Yeah, yeah. Just put the distractions down. That's what I was going to say too. Is like I'm sure when you go somewhere yes. and you're, you're, you know, you're that's an extra level of commitment to this, and you're not going to be bringing your phone in there. Like I'm totally. sure that's not permitted anyway. You know, but it's like when you're doing this at home, you'd be a lot more prone to. Oh, the phone's ringing or the dog yeah. walks by or this happens or whatever, you know. Definitely. Yes, that's a very good point. So, yeah, if you're going to do it at home, just just set Like it meditation. Up. Like you yeah. go in a room by yourself and set it up let as everyone well as know you're off limits for yeah. whatever it is, 20 set minutes, whatever. Set the timer for whatever. No distractions. Make yourself as comfortable and zen as you can. Um, I was going to – I don't think I said this. I was going to say my tip, if you're going in person, um, be – as hydrated as possible because sound travels well through water. So the more hydrated <laughs> you are, the the more That's you know funny. you're going to get vibrations through you. Yeah, I know, isn't that cool? Yeah, that is cool. I thought that was cool. Um, this is my one fun fact: uh, a cat's purr is medically therapeutic. Really? Yep. Because of all these, like, because of it's like. It, it, the I frequency saw it. of it, yeah, or exactly. Because of the frequency of it, it's medically therapeutic. Wow. I mean, I love a cat's purr. Yeah, so. me too. I get it. Yeah. I didn't know many cats ever, and then now I know some cats, and I definitely feel that when a cat is purring, you're like, hmm, just like calm. With yeah, <laughs> I, I can't. I'm trying to think if it is like, oh, this frequency is hitting me and making me feel better, or if it's like cats are so hard to please that it's just a satisfactory yeah, when true. one of them is actually happy around you. That's very that's a big part of <laughs> yeah. it as well. More psychological than physical, I guess, in yeah. that sense. So that's pretty much it. That's cool. I mean, I I really didn't have any um, sort of opinions or. Th- thoughts on sound baths but now i i think i'm definitely more open to it and me too more interested in in doing this myself i truly knew nothing about it like i said but even with knowing nothing about it i kind of just didn't care and had no interest same now after learning all this i'm i'm like oh i 100 percent want to do this yeah sounds great oh another thing i didn't say is so many people that i saw you know just anecdotes of people who experienced it they just said that they felt so relaxed. One of them said she felt like she just had like the best massage of her life. Mm. That girl was in a three-hour session, and she was oh, like, wow. "I was so anxious going in because her friend booked it, and she was like, I would not have booked a three-hour session.'" And then she said, by the end, she wished it was longer. 
wow, I feel like I would for sure fall asleep, which is probably not the worst thing. Yeah, I saw that in a few if places. If we are talking about like, this working on a physical level, yeah. I suppose you could be asleep for it. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, if this puts you into a, a restorative sleep, like, that's okay. <laughs> that's good. I love how they're, uh, that positive twist on their services just boring you to sleep. <laughs> they call it a restorative sleep, and then it sounds like you're getting your money's worth yeah. as opposed to just falling asleep through your treatment. Yeah, totally. But, cool. But yeah, I, I honestly, after reading this i was like i'm definitely gonna pull up some youtubes and try it at yeah home. yeah and then, you do some meditating yeah now, and i and i think that would be great and to help you know not have such wandering thoughts and to just kind of like focus you maybe and, i'll get a gong or at least like some pots and pans <laughs> and uh a tuning fork and i can be your guide <laughs> Oh boy! Maybe we could go to a real session together. We could do that nice? too. Okay. I'll be a nice little couple thing to do. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah, we'll be very relaxed. Cool. Well, that was a great episode. I like this a lot. Thank you. I liked it too. I hope it makes everyone feel zen and happy. It was very calming. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you are a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinutexpertPodcast, that's 30MinutexpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.